On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. Coming in at 320 kilobytes per second, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Maddie C. For you and me. All right, uh, welcome to Maddie C Sports for you and me. Um, got a special guest today, uh, my good friend I just met, my friend Christopher Bazil. Yes, Bazil, yes. <laughs> um, so we had a big weekend in sports, we had um, a lot of good college football games go on. We had a super good boxing match this weekend between um, Lopez and uh, Lomachenko. Um, but yeah, that was a good thing this weekend. Then Sunday, we just capped it off with a little football. So um, yeah, this is um, it's going to be a good one here. Um, so let's start off with college football now um we'll just talk about it briefly um top 25 and stuff like that so um my big thing that i got really mad about was clemson and georgia tech now clemson was a number one as always um beating the shit out of georgia tech 73 to 7 now their coach Dabo sweeney I think he's a piece of shit for doing that. You, you don't run a score up like 73 to seven on a team. Um, their quarterback got 400 and I believe it was 409 yards and he. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Scored up. Yes. Yeah. So they kept him until the, at least uh, before the second half. So what's your take on that, on that big thing there, that blowout? Yeah, when I thought about that blow, I thought, I thought, um, I actually thought Clemson did their job as the number one team in the nation. Yeah, you might have, yeah, you're probably right. They probably did run up the score a little bit, but they were, they were playing to their standards as the best team in college football. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, Trevor Lawrence looks like he could probably go pro after the season. Who knows? It needs, probably needs a little bit more development. Looks, looks like the best player in college football, likely to win the Heisman. Yeah, and Clemson, they're just an all-around team. I love I love the weapons they have. They have a great defense. They have a lot of great receivers, a great backfield. It's the, they had the best team in college football, and they proved it in that game, even though it was a, a huge – and they blow, and they showed it in a huge blowout. Oh, absolutely. I think it was just um, – I think it was an absolute disgrace on uh, blowing up the score. But you're right, you are right about, you know, going up to a certain standard, being the number one team in the nation. Now, on the other hand, you saw another great game with Alabama taking on Georgia and Alabama taking Georgia out 41 to 24, which is an okay score. Um, they beat them in, um, they beat, yeah, they did beat them in Alabama. Um, now, that's also a weapon team. You got a stacked defense in Alabama. You have Mac Jones, he's an okay quarterback, but a lot of people don't know that Alabama doesn't need a quarterback. All you need is the rest of the offense and then yeah. they'll take care of you. Um, yeah. I, I, th I believe that game was a good one too. Uh, it really showed that they can defend where they're at in, in the NCAA standings. 
Um, I do see Clemson and Alabama in the playoff. That's a little early to say, but I don't really see a, a top tier team after one, two, three. Um, I think Notre Dame is also a disgrace with their, with their um, schedule. I think their schedule is weak and they just climbed to number four because of the name. So I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, I kind of tend to agree with you. After after Clemson and Alabama, I don't really see much in college football. I think Miami's number 10. Yeah, yeah, Notre Dame is number four, as you said. I don't think there's much more powerhouse teams right after that. USC is not even talk being talked about this year. Yeah, it was yeah, it's a little um, Tennessee loss yesterday, and they were ranked on, on Saturday, and they were ranked. Yeah, Georgia, as you said, lost to Alabama. They were the number team in the land. They were the number team in the land. Now they're falling. It's yeah, it's not much. There's really not much parity in college football other than Alabama and Clemson. Honestly, no, excuse me. Yeah, Alabama and Clemson. Right, and like you said with Tennessee, um, it's funny that you said Tennessee because I did speak with the assistant coach of Tennessee, T. Martin, and that was a while ago in the summer. Um, he explained to me what was happening in the summer that behind closed doors, nobody knows, you know, you have true freshmen coming into the, into the scenes, into the season that they can't personally go and help you. It goes by tablets. It goes by like a zoom meeting like me and you have, I mean, how are you going to teach an offense or coach a defense with true freshmen when they're, when they don't know how to really do things their way. So a lot of people don't know that these teams that are, you know, getting upset, like, you don't see Kentucky beating Tennessee 34 to seven. It just yeah. doesn't happen. And the funny thing with that coach said, I'm going to have a glass of bourbon and I'm going to have a nice meal after this one. Can I say any more? I mean, that's the, that's his big goal of that year, beating Tennessee 34 to seven. Tennessee is going for a national championship and you just took that away. So, um, yeah, I just, um, Surprised with a lot of teams this year, what they're doing, a lot of powerhouses in college football. Um, and I also think just my last thing on college football is that um, the schedules are very weird this year. You know, the PAC, um, yeah, PAC 12, they're, um, they're not starting till November. Um, and mm. Ohio State and them not start until, um, I think this, this week, this week they're starting up. Um, and they already have a tough schedule ahead of them already. I don't like Michigan myself, but they're playing Minnesota. Now, if Minnesota were to play them in Michigan, Michigan would beat them up. They would beat the shit out of them. But being in Minnesota, who knows? This might be a change. Now, going on to this end of the season, I mean, with all the craziness and all the schedules, all the standings, where do you go? Where do you stack the numbers? I mean, what's your thing? Uh, think thought on that? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the, yeah, the college football committee, they're going to have a lot of work to do with uh, some of these teams starting late. Yeah, like you, like you said, um, Ohio State and, U and USC, the Pac-12 teams and Big Ten teams, it's going to be, it's going to be kind of, it's going to be a lot of confusion. They're going to, they have to try to figure it out. Yeah, they have to, they have to base it off team record, strength of schedule, winning percentage, team statistics. It's going to, and, and and number of games played, it's going to be kind of confusing. Let's let's see how they power it down, and, and also team conferences, team leagues. Which which league was more powerful? Which league was more impactful to college football? It's going to be it's going to be kind of confusing once playoffs start. Right, right. Um, right, right. 
Yeah, it should be an interesting college football season. Um, we'll see what happens from here. The powerhouses, I think, are going to stay. Um, with Georgia losing this week to Alabama, I don't think it affects them too bad. A one-loss season is okay. Just don't lose anymore. That's all I can really say to Georgia. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, Bama wins the national championship because I'm a big fan, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually – I'm a Clemson fan. I like Trevor Lawrence. I'm a Clemson fan. All right, so we'll have another. I think, I think we'll meet. I think we'll be in the championship round again. All right, so we'll have another interview then for sure <laughs> to talk about that battle. Um, so going on now, the big one for me was Saturday night. Um, not UFC. Big boxing match this Saturday was uh, uh, Vasily Lomachenko taking on. Um, Teofimo Lopez for the main event. Um, now, I w- before I go to that, the first card that was on there, that guy, Edgar Berlanga, guy comes in. I'm like, dude, this guy is is just like, I don't even know what to think of him. He's already, he's uh, like, he's very flamboyant. And I'm like, dude, whatever. This dude's going to get knocked in the first round. And the other guy's got his TMT. So, Obviously, he's sponsored by Mayweather, so he's got some skill himself. So this guy, Berlanga, comes into the ring. He absolutely beats the crap out of this guy. And I understand how now he's 15-0, and and he every single fight has almost been a knockout or in 15 rounds. I meant 15, um, 15 wins in a row from the first round. Unbelievable. You know, and I mean, he, he then they said his trainers can't even like train him like to say, oh, well, you know, you got to do this better in the run. He knocks him out in the first round. How are you supposed to say, like you're not even going to your corner, you know? So, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what yeah. did you watch that fight yourself? I actually watched the Lomachenko fight. Okay. Yeah, the fight you were talking about. What fight were you talking about again? That was the first fight before uh, Lomachenko. So there was three total, um, I'd call them prelims, but um, first one was that one. Second one was another one. I I wasn't watching that. And then Lomachenko. But the first one was pretty, pretty impressive. I was impressed with the guy knocking him out in a minute 15. So um yeah, yeah. I actually yeah, I actually thought I actually thought there was a, a lot of a lot of good boxing there, yeah, the prelims before that um lo, that big um Lomachenko and Lopez fight. As you said, that one was a knockout. Yeah, there was there was a lot of good boxing. I really I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed what I saw that day. And so now the big one was Tefimo Lopez and Vasily Lomachenko. Um I'll get your thoughts before I throw mine. What'd you think of that one? Yeah, what I thought about the fight was um Teofimo Lopez. I think he kind of kind of reached reached his pinnacle, reached the dream. He got he got he got the belt. The best the best lightweight boxer in the world. He actually beat the best lot boxer in the world, Lomachenko, um Vasily Lomachenko. That's what they were that's what they were dubbing him. Um Yeah, I thought Lo, I thought Lomachenko kind he kind of played the Floyd Mayweather role, defense defense take all the hits, wait, wait for a great, great punch concentration. And then, but, and then, and then he, then he started to pick it up towards the end of the fight, the later rounds. 
But Teofimo Lopez was aggressive early on, was more active early on, and and it was and pro- was probably the more the more offensive boxer. And that's actually how that's how I, that's actually how I believe he won the fight. And Teofimo Lopez was Teofimo Lopez made made his native and his people's pr- proud and happy. So it was so it was good to see. It was a great night in boxing that night. And I think you're on point. Very good points right there. I totally agree with you. Um, like you said, Lomachenko, what, he has athleticism without a doubt. He, he's just a very athletic um, boxer. I've always respected him. I, I watched uh, one of his big fights um, one night and I was just like, dude, this guy's going to be a, a destroyer. And, you know, he he was. And I totally respected what he did, but um, Tefimo Lopez was just hungry, a hungry dude that yeah, night. Exactly, yes. He was exactly. so hungry, and I was like, so I was like, okay, one, two, three rounds, okay, like he's just feeling them out, feeling them out, and then round four, I was like, dude, you you got to step up now, just step it up, and Lomachenko just did not do anything till the sixth round. You can't go halfway into a fight and expect to against a hungry man like Tefimo Lopez to just sit around and say, hey, now uh, I'm ready to see him turn it on. He did turn it on in, I think, 6 through 11. I'm going to say 6 through 11 because Tefimo just started uh, pounding the shit out of him in the 12th round. In the that was the final round. You don't sit around like a like a jerk and just do that. Like Tefimo was just like, I'm gonna get you. I'm winning this fight. Like you're not gonna stop me. If you if you had a uh, old school 15 round fight, Lopez would have knocked him out the next round after that. I truly believe that. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. So Lomachenko did show up in probably um, a little bit into the sixth round until 11 and. Um, by then it was too late. And um, congratulations to Lopez. I mean, I I um I was impressed. I'm glad to see an American win. That's four belts in one night. That's a pretty sweet deal right there. Um yeah, so we'll see where he goes from here. I think he's a skilled boxer. I think he's got endurance. He's got very good endurance. He can take a punch. He definitely showed that. He definitely take a good cut to the eye, too. Yeah, that was a that was a big cut. Yeah, above his above his like left or right eye. Yeah, yeah. And um, the only thing I do not like about Lopez is that his dad is another Floyd Mayweather senior. Just talks for his son. Let your son do the talking. Let your son fight. Don't say, "Well, we need this fight. He's the best. My son's the best in the world." No, just leave it alone. Just let him let him do what he does. You know, and he did it and. Dedicated the fight with his dad, and uh, good job for Lopez. And we'll see what happens. Uh, see if Lomachenko can come back, or he just stays in the Ukraine. <laughs> I hope yeah. not. I hope he comes back. Yeah, he, he he deserves to come back. He's still a great fighter. Still the best, one of the best in the world. Exactly, exactly. So that's a big thing for me is him coming back. I'd love to see it. Um, so we'll go to now. Week six this week of games for the NFL. Um, well, the Buccaneers losing again. Always good to see. Although I love Tom Brady, it's good to see you lose because you ditched us. But 
Um, yeah. yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I don't see anything ha- coming out of the Buccaneers. It's uh, too much hype on Brady, too much hype on Gronk, too much hype. You don't have the defense. I'm sorry. Oh, really? You don't think they have any defense? I don't think they – I think their defense is I thought, okay. I thought they kind of – I thought they really got to Rodgers yesterday. They did, but but um, I just thought they I would thought do they really a got to better Rodgers. job. I really did. I, I thought they were going to do better than – Rodgers did play – I didn't think Rodgers played up to his full potential, and I think he's yeah. going down in his career. I really do. I think he's he's not doing impressive um, with his with his um, status right now. the The Green Bay Packers are not what they were. They you, all he has is Devontae Adams. I really that that's my opinion on that. I'm very disappointed uh, at uh, how Green Bay is. It's not the Green Bay I'm used to. Um, yeah, but other than that. We'll see what happens with them. Um, Ravens snuck by with the win with the Eagles. Um, it's all in due part to, honestly, Lamar. I think Lamar is a savior to that team. They have a stacked defense. Um, their offense is pretty good, too. It's just um, I don't think they still have fully recovered from the Kansas City game. Yeah. I, I still don't believe they have. I thought I thought that game they should have really I thought that game they should have really put the pedestal against Philadelphia, a more a more a little more inferior opponent. But they but they got the win and they got the job done and they they they, they still showed right they still showed that they're still tops in the AFC, but and they're still recovering from that Kansas City last year. Yeah, I um it's just too many things to even blame for that. I mean, I think it's a little early, but I think the Ravens, if they do take on the Chiefs, they got to be mentally ready because you you can't go on like they are right now. Um, yeah. The Texans and Titans, Titans got lucky, still undefeated. Um, again, another tight game with the savior, Derrick Henry, just a beast of a running back absolute beast um i don't know so we got the steelers and browns that was a big one they they blew out the browns so i mean not a big challenge for them um let's see what else we got we got colts beating the Bengals. Bengals are just glutton for punishment yeah. now yeah it's just not playing for pride <laughs> Not a lot of pride there. Um, the Lions beating the Jaguars. Uh, Lions are, I mean, they got Matt Patricia as head coach, but it's definitely not who he was. And, um, hey, the Giants got two wins against Washington this week. Um, yeah. The biggest one we probably have to talk about is Patriots-Broncos. Um that was a very disappointing game. I thought that the Patriots looked awful once again. Um, Cam came back. He did all right. Um, but you can't you can't enforce a team to rely on James White on um, – what was I going to say? Yeah, Cam Newton, uh, Henry – I meant Harry. Harry, I'm sorry. And uh, Edelman. 
you, you know, your, your defense is playing amazing. Patriots defense is great, but your offense is not consistent and it's not helping. And to, you almost came back and beat the Broncos yesterday, but almost came back to beat the Broncos is not a good statement for a new England Patriots team. You don't really see it anymore. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't a good statement. Yeah, the Broncos, they were more of a beatable team. And we're, I think, I believe we're third in the division right now behind Miami and Buffalo. So we got some work to do. Yeah, about that game, our defense did a good job. We held Denver to six field goals. They had only 18 points. We held them to six field goals. And you said our offense has some holes. We have we have to work on an offense. It was, it was a lack of practice before that game. Yeah, Cam Newton was 17 of 25 for only 157 yards with two picks. It's not obviously not great numbers. Yeah, and yeah, we can't rely on we can't rely on the, the type of offensive weapons we have. They're not they're not quite breakout stars. Julian Edelman was a no show in that game. Yeah, we really need we really need to figure it out before we don't have to really panic, but we have to really figure it out and get it going quickly. And we got San Francisco coming to Gillette next Sunday. So we just have to, so we just have to really gel it up. And Jimmy Garoppolo, a former Patriot, we have to come after him. And they, um, they had a decent game last night against the Rams last night, um, beating them a uh, big Monday night football game in San Fran. Um, like you said, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, Kittle is just another weapon that you don't want to mess with either. Um, they got a few talented rookies. Um, they can they can surprise you and get a 30, 40 yard gain. You know, nobody really hears the, the underlying stuff with them. So yeah, we gotta watch out for San Francisco too for sure. Um, yeah, so as I said, uh, we'll go back to Brady real quick. Um 38 to 10 against the Packers. You got Brady still trying to hang on. You got Aaron Rodgers slowly crumbling, trying to, mm. you know, in the beginning of the season, preseason, you know, I saw these things of different articles of where they were saying that he was just an asshole to his, his backups, you know, like you can't do that. And, you know, I don't care who you are. Like, you know, you're an all-state commercial guy, bro. Like, you're nothing to me. Like, Aaron Aaron Rodgers, he's just not a good person. I don't like – I've never really liked Green Bay anyway. But um, this year, I mean, I think they're done. But the Buccaneers are going to hold on. They'll probably get a playoff spot, but I don't see them going far. Yeah, the NFC the NFC stacked. The NFC's tough. Um uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, isn't it? I think I still like Tampa. I still like Tampa Bay and Green Bay, honestly. I really think those teams they're still gonna show out. I th- I believe it's still a little too early in the year, but they'll still show out. Yeah, um, yeah, the LA Rams, I know they lost, but they're still dynamite. Seattle's good. And, oh, Seattle, um, definitely. Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's five and all. There's still yeah, there's still some powerhouses in in the top of the in the top in the top portion in the league there's going to be some there's going to be some wild playoff finishes this this coming absolutely this coming, well, this coming winter absolutely yeah. um so we got two games tonight we have the chiefs and bills we have cardinals and cowboys now i'll just go with the late night game first because i think i'd rather talk about the big matchup um cardinals and cowboys um obviously they don't have Dak prescott because he, he lost his foot last week 
Um, and then you got Arizona, you got Hopkins, you got what's his name? Kyler Murray, right? Yes, Kyler, how you pronounce yes. it? Yeah. So um Arizona's been impressing me because um we haven't seen a good Arizona team in a long time with Larry Fitzgerald in the old school days when they beat the um Steelers. What was it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, that was the last time in the Super Bowl, yeah. 43, yeah. yeah. Super Bowl 43. Super Bowl 43, that's right. Um, so yeah, and the Cowboys, um, you know, they got Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and again, Prescott's a big loss, and you got um what's his name? Dalton. That's a big problem. I mean, he's a veteran quarterback, but um, I don't see them really doing much against Arizona tonight, but we'll see. What's your thoughts on tonight for that? Yeah, my thoughts on the Cowboys Cardinals game. Um, yeah, the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, his first, what, his first start as a Cowboy, he has to, he really has to win to, for them to stay alive in the, in the playoff hunt. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and, and the Arizona Cardinals, yeah, Arizona Cardinals, they're a scary team. I like Kyler Murray is he's having a great year this year. DeAndre Hawkins up up until up, up and coming this week is was leading the league in receiving. He it's it's Kyler Murray's favorite toy. Yeah, and those two are those two have just been playing great together. Yeah, Absolutely. it should be it should be sort of a it should be a watchable game, Andy Dalton versus Kyler Murray. And um in a Jones Mahal. It should be a watchable game. Definitely. And uh, the big one today, um, Chiefs and Bills. So I think the Bills are pretty pissed because uh, Derrick Henry gave them a nice stiff arm last week. Um, and the Chiefs coming off a loss to the L.A. Raiders, which shocked the hell out of me because, you know, when I was doing fantasy football, Derek Carr screwed me over every year, and last week he he screwed the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm like, what a change of events. Um, I think the Raiders have a little bit more confidence this year, and, um, you know, that was a big win for them. But anyways, um, I think the Chiefs are hungry, just like um, just like um, the week before, but to lose to the LA Raiders is really probably pissed Mahomes off and the rest of the team. Cause you don't want to lose to a team that, you know, you came in and you're like, ah, oh, we'll just take care of them real quick. But you you got the same thing with the bills who just lost to t- Tennessee. I think it's going to be a great matchup tonight. Yeah, um, it should be a great matchup. Yeah. Um, I believe, yeah, they are playing in Buffalo. So, I don't really think, you know, I'll, as as much as they say, like, with nobody in the stands, home field doesn't really matter. It, I think it still honestly still does because you're playing in their house and they're more, they got more of a boost because it's their house. So, um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't see the upset. I mean, I still see the Chiefs beating the Bills, but I think it's going to be a good battle tonight. Yeah, it should be good about it. I see the Chiefs beating the Bills as well. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes really has to play to the best and full to the um, full to the full amount of his abilities, try to win this one. I, I, Buffalo's defense—they were exposed last week, as you said, against Derrick Henry and the Titans. They were really exposed. I wasn't really—I wasn't kind of expecting them to get blown out in that game. 
And yeah, and, and Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, let's see what let's see what he could do in this in this game in Buffalo in this environment in that environment. He he always he always shows out and he always shows out in other fields, but it's he he's got a, a different matchup in his in the, against Buffalo. I, I believe this is his first time playing Buffalo in his career, I think. So so let's so let's see what he let's see what he could do. A, a Buffalo at their best, actually, which is right now, and they're leading the, the division. Right. Right. And um, that's right. It's it's sad because it used to be the reverse order ago. Patriots, Miami, Buffalo, like it's totally opposite now, which is fine. It's a whole generate. It's a whole new gap of football, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, So we'll go on to the final subject is the 2020 World Series this year. Now, before the World Series, I couldn't believe that Major League Baseball even got here. I thought it was a shame that they um, continued because they had so many COVID cases going on. But I can't, I can't, you know, complain about it now because football's getting pretty little bit in there. They're getting a little bit of COVID going. Um, but so we made it here, and we got the Dodgers and the Rays now. I really hope the Dodgers win. Um, I think Clayton Kershaw is a good pitcher. I think Mookie Betts in that stacked um, batting they have is great offense. And the Rays, I've never liked the Rays, so maybe I'm just biased on that, but um, also a good team. And it would probably be good for the city of Tampa Bay because in the National Hockey League, they won the Stanley Cup too. So bring two two trophies back home, that'd be pretty good. But um, what do you see in the series this time? Yeah, what I see in the series, I think, wow, I actually didn't quite believe in the NLCS that Atlanta pushed, well, LA to, what, six, six or seven games, seven games? I couldn't believe that either, but the, yeah, the runs yeah. they were putting out were ridiculous, winning 10 yeah. to 2, like all these crazy yeah, they runs. Won, yeah, they won a game 15 to 3. Before that, before that clinching one yesterday, yeah, the Dodgers they they have this this series is for the Dodgers to lose. They haven't won a World Series in 19, since nineteen eighty eight. They really they really have to defeat Tampa Bay, the the lower established team. They really have to win with Mookie Betts, the All Stars, Clayton Kershaw. You said Seager and and um Port and Cody Bellinger. They really have to win, and uh, the pressure's on the Dodgers for this World Series. It, oh yeah, people want to oh, see them win. Definitely. Um, Tampa Bay, really, I, I'm i not impressed. I, re- I'm, I really think, it, although I am impressed with the fact that they did beat the Yankees, I really am surprised they beat the Yankees with the talent that the Yankees have. But they just turned into the better team. And I think if it was a seven-game series, I don't think that this would be the scenario. But it's not. And Tampa Bay is where they are. And with much due respect, they made it here. But like you said, uh, I agree. I think that uh, Los Angeles has a lot to prove. They they need to step it up and win it because they've been letting down that city for way too long. Yeah, yeah, they were I, yeah they were quite slacking in the playoffs a bit. There were there were some series they should have won in sweeps, but it went to it went to multiple game multiple games. So. So this is so so this is the real deal, the World Series. Let's see what they can do against Tampa Bay. Absolutely. So um 
my last uh, question to you. So um, I know you're interested in doing all types of sports stuff and you do have a good knowledge of sports, I have to say. So um, what, what is your, your plans for um, the future with, with doing things with sports and all that? Yeah, my plans for the future to do things with sports. Um, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm currently a, a Bridgewater State student right now in, in college. I'm enrolled in college right now. My final year at BSU. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy to go. I'm happy to go um, anywhere in the field of sports. So mostly, mostly radio. I like radio. Um, I like writing, journalism, sports journalism. Um, commentating isn't bad. Yeah, those, probably those three fields will probably probably fit me the best well good for you man i hope you do everything and it goes well um yeah you got you should just do football games right down the street i mean i'm actually right right near the college anyway myself so um yeah so yeah i hope uh that goes well for you and of course you can come on the back on the show anytime you, you talk about sports that i appreciate and you know we we had a good session today about about big things that happened this weekend. It was a big weekend in sports. So, um, yeah, um, good luck in all you do with your schooling. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on ESPN or something to that matter. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's, the, that's the goal. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for, thanks for having me on. Oh, anytime. So, um, yeah, so – We'll see you on another show. And uh, again, thanks for coming on. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you, man. Thank you. All right, see ya. Right there, we had Chris Buzzill, um, very knowledgeable sports guy. Uh, a lot of fun having questions about this week. Uh, it was a great college football weekend, and it was a great football weekend in general. And big boxing match this Saturday that went into a new champ in town. So, um, yeah, I'd like to end the show with thanking all my sponsors. Uh, and um, actually, we'll give the shout-outs. Uh, Shout-out to Greyhound Tavern right down the street. Uh, good food, support local business, support local food. Uh, 3A Gear, um, check them out, uh, 3agear.com, and they got all sorts of apparel for mainly hockey, uh, and they support number 13, Charlie Cole, the Boston Bruins. Um, let's see who else I can thank. Um, thank Bugsy, Bugsy Streets and the BMG crew for having their intros on my show, intros and outros, I mean. Uh, my boy, Keith Hayes in the booth and Oscar Mike radio. And that's it. So um, thanks again, everybody. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Later. What's up? We the BMG boys. And thank you for listening. Please follow his Facebook page and subscribe to his podcast at Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Let's go.